0: Welcome, everybody, to Funeral Nation episode 202. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the funeral commander Harbison, and this is the funeral profession's only weekly news and blabber show.
1: Yeah, you know, that's a pretty good way to put it on here because, uh, frankly, there's not any real big news going on right now. Um, We've got some virtual things to talk about that has happened, but otherwise, it's that time of year. You know, pre-NFDA uh, Expo, but uh, you know, how's that going to work out? But anyway, you know, the most exciting news is frankly that CNJ Financial makes this Funeral Nation run. I work with the greatest team on the face of the planet. We're from Rainbow City, Alabama, and we want you to watch this promotional ad.
2: If all insurance assignment companies say they pay fast and are easy to work with, Why do twice as many funeral homes choose CNJ Financial? Over the past two decades, CNJ and its affiliates have served in excess of 633,000 families and funded more than $3.6 billion in assignments to funeral homes and cemeteries throughout North America. If you're tired of the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. Let us show you why thousands of funeral homes across America choose CNJ for their assignment funding needs, and why many associations, accounting firms, and industry leaders recommend CNJ to their client and members. In every business, there's one gold standard in insurance assignment funding—it's CNJ.
1: So Ryan, you know, uh, everything's gone virtual. There is uh, a smaller organization down south. Uh, that met in Atlanta this week. And I understand they had about 100 people there. Be interesting to see if anybody comes out of there with any uh, COVID uh, symptoms or anything like that. But it's pretty well known that we're going to have a virtual NFDA this year. So um, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Well, um, you know, yesterday, uh, NFDA sent out September 1st, the first kind of correspondence to suppliers about the the conference virtually, what the agenda was going to be, when exhibit hours were. Um, so it, it's, I think they did the right thing uh, in kind of waiting to put out a finalized plan before saying really, they've been pretty quiet since they announced that it was going to be virtual, which um, I think they probably sat back and watched too to see how Kena and, um, The NDMA, how how those things went, um, those conferences virtually. So I have mixed emotions. Um, I'm uh, I'm 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 excited with anticipation to see how it's going to go, but I also, you know, we've been both of you and I have been involved in in the other virtual uh, conventions and. You know there's something lacking there Uh, they were great but from a supplier side the interactions are a little bit difficult Um, so you know i'm I'm hoping that this is different and look i mean i think we're this is going to not be the only time that we have virtual conferences uh kudos to the association in the south for like just getting people together i think we needed that like it's been so great to see our friends and colleagues that are there that are sharing pictures and just like seeing booze again and people in the same room is exciting. So I'm glad that happened. Um, You know, I I think we're all in agreement. that NFDA probably made the right choice to go virtual this year, but um, you know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to pan out and we'll have somebody from NFDA, NFDA on to talk about how, you know, they're going to make it valuable, not only for attendees, but for suppliers. Um, And there's no doubt that they'll figure it out. But, um, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know, we'll see. I love an FDA. I hate that it's going to be virtual. Yeah. uh,
1: Unfortunately, uh, my experience with the, a few of these so far this year uh, from a supplier vendor standpoint, it was frankly pretty close to a bust, you know, but we, we did end up with some business out of it. But, just the time that you're sitting there um, waiting to engage, that sort of thing. It it really is a lengthy time. It's not very expensive to participate, so that helps a bit. But on the other hand, uh, it's just no way to replace uh, in person. So I'm optimistic as always. And then when it's over with, we'll critique it and see how it goes. Uh, We're gonna do something here at Funeral Nation and C and going to be completely different. Nobody's ever done it. Um, we'll just start kind of putting that out there. But we're going to have a, a smoking great time. Just to let everybody know, it's coming.
0: That's that's a subtle hint that just gives it all away, right?
1: I didn't I didn't say what it is, but uh, it'll be it'll be a fun event. Well, uh, you know, your folks put up a pretty interesting article this week about the funeral home up in New York. Uh, mm. that has some real issues with storage and uh, you know interesting this is basically the first week of september and you know we don't hear that much about covid or issues within the funeral industry that mm. sort of calmed down <coughs> however it didn't go without problems where we're still seeing uh, funeral homes having less revenue per call getting more calls for the most part but um it's still changed and uh I know that we're still virtually meeting with families, but it's starting to open up a little bit where you can have capacity of, you know, uh, seating and that sort of thing versus, you know, back in, in May and uh, end of April where there was no one attending a funeral. So, you know, the news is good, but I don't think we're anywhere near out of the woods at this point.
0: No, I would agree with you, but I I do think it's insanely valuable that we are seeing more gatherings and people starting to get together to celebrate a life. I think that that, through this entire thing, um, on the funeral side, could have could be the most detrimental to society is just not being able to properly grieve around the death of a loved one for the last six months so i am encouraged that we're starting to see gathering restrictions lifted and and more people getting together because as as we know in the business that is an essential part of the of the funeral process and grieving process so um that's a good thing
1: yeah it is well, uh, you're out, uh, in the Midwest somewhere and, uh, somewhere. down here, uh, where it's nice and frothy. We actually, uh, in Phoenix, we've had over 50 days, over 110 this year. It's a record. And wow. uh, we got a few days left this weekend. So, uh, it's been a great year to work on your tan, but it's kind of sweaty <laughs> out this way.
0: <laughs> That's hot. That is hot. It's a dry heat though. So it's a
1: dry heat and, uh, it dries you out completely. You can look at all my plants. It just, they just, they committed suicide. It's over with.
0: <laughs>
1: well, buddy, uh, let's get together next week. Hopefully uh, yeah. we've got a great Labor Day coming up for people uh, have the opportunity to be off and uh, rest a little bit and celebrate. And then we're back pretty much in the groove. And usually that <laughs> second or third week in September is where we start getting ginned up and you know, talking about some new announcements and things going on in the industry. So uh, hopefully that'll be
0: uh, newsworthy when we get back together again at 2.03 next week. 2.03. Okay, until next time, have a great effing week. Out here.